with four out of Charlotte's five starters in very crazy predicaments right now. <laughs> Who's going to be their starting lineup next year? That's funny. It's going to be orange is the new black. <laughs> Just get that cast. And when I say four, I mean that one jit that, uh, that got Brittany Renner pregnant. But we can intro the pod now. I woke up feeling like fucking muscle. Hyper. For band, for band. I blow a bad today. I don't do nothing for gay. I blow a bad today. Walking the mall and go crazy. I blow a bad today. How about a whip on the bed? I blow a bad today. I blow a whip on the bed. I blow a bad today. I blow a bad today. I blow a bad today. Child, I won't fuck me so crazy. I blow a bad today. I blow a bad today. I blow a bad today. I don't do nothing for gays. I had the bad today. This is the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your host, June. I'm here with Antoine Adon. I'm here with the Bookie Bandit, Small Town EP, my co-producer. You already know. We outside. Shout to PJ Washington, right? (laughs) Shout to LaMelo Ball. Shout to Miles Bridges. Shout to Terry Rozier. Shout to uh, Michael Jordan. Yo, Michael Jordan. Shout to Montrez. I forgot about that one. (laughs) Big shouts to Trez. Big shouts to Trez. Trez going through it right now. Michael Jordan is... Shout to Brittany Griner as well. Free, free Brittany Griner in the league. And bro. WNBA got to really do something about this because Max, that's the Griner home. They can't. <laughs> so, boom. <laughs> now we got Michael Jordan not wanting to take pictures with the fans oh, who were I waiting for that. LaMelo Ball. Like, these kids are sitting there outside Michael of your Jordan. Yeah, outside of your garage, your team garage. My, oh, LaMelo, LaMelo. Oh, that's Michael Jordan. Let me get a picture. No. Put your phones Put away. Put your phones away. Over there with the, with the finger. You know Michael with the finger. Hey, cut that out. <laughs> getting into a car that's entirely too small. He was getting into that little ass Corvette. Hey, he's been driving Corvettes since, boy, since the 80s. As funny as that is, I am all for that. Get the Not hell surprised. off of my lawn. <laughs> this is private <laughs> property, and we are trying to it work. Outside, bro. He's we trying to work. Like, what y'all doing here? For the mellow. It's like 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds. And you there, see 15, Michael Jordan? Bro, I would I would go crazy if I saw Michael Jordan at this age. Hey, like, keep yeah. it down. Right. Like, yo, fuck you. <laughs> what no. they said to Charles? <laughs> like at this point, I gotta do anything to get your attention, Mike. Like right? I need we need some interaction here. So tell me fuck you back. <laughs> and get your stupid ass on or something. So but nah, look, we, we back in the free agency. We was talking about Bradley Beal, his situation with the Wizards, how I feel they should go about it, how Ant feels Bradley Beal went about it and why he thinks it's just a smart move grabbing 50 M's off the floor and putting them in a bag and then just like vibing with your beautiful wife and your baby and the capital of the nation. Like you can't hate on it. Right now. What about this, though? Jalen Brunson planning to sign a four year deal with the Knicks, who the Mavericks were reported to set and have a meeting with him for a deal over 110 million four years he would have got the real bag no 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 let me take that back that was just off the top that's the real bag is 100 million regardless yeah. so 100 110 bill for yeah, one year money. like nah we, we so, looking at paying him like 128 upwards something like that i think it's 110 110 y'all 110? about to get him 110 they were gonna get okay. him a little more um but what do you feel knicks fan and shout to by the way 
I hate Sean, my boy Sean. First nice. of all, for another great nine Studio Nine Fifty Four event, and um, the way he's able to bring together a community and have all these talented people come out and um, kind of face the crowd and just let their shit off. You know what I'm saying? And and snap while doing it. You know, you had great performances that night. So shout out to him. But he also was mentioned on. ESPN by Fire. Richard Jefferson. That's Ball crazy. headed Richard Jefferson said he was tweeting yeah. at I, I, I hate Sean on live television. He Broward said I'll be here Sean. all day. That's <laughs> fire. That's fire. Nah, so back to back to the Brunson, you know, thing. I, I want your opinion on this. As a Knicks fan, how do you feel about putting him in the starting lineup now? I mean, it doesn't hurt us in any situation, like in any capacity whatsoever. It makes us a better team immediately. Um, we didn't give up too much for him. We uh, still have picks to trade for more assets, including him, if need be. Yeah. Uh, so it would it 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 doesn't hurt us. Um, now I'm not sold on it on some like okay, well we can move forward and build our future off of Jalen Brunson. I still feel like we have to figure out what we're gonna do with Julius Randle. We have Definitely. to figure out who is going to be that big part of our offense as far as. RJ and Obi Toppin's role. I really want Obi Toppin to get more minutes so that we can really see if he's a product. You you know what I'm saying of what we that's think a, he is or city. top four. Exactly, pick. that's what I'm saying, bro. Like we need to put use to what we have. And getting rid of Alec Burks was a clear move to, to clear space. You know what I'm saying. He was a great player. Fuck with Alex, but we we need to move forward and we need to figure out what we're doing as far as a starting five. This isn't going to be the starting five forever. I feel like this is an experiment, but it's an experiment going towards the right direction. No, nah, most definitely. I'm. Hey, I want to say this, and I love you, dog. Love you Shout too. out to you, bro. Um, that's just some real shit. But just on some, like you said, it makes the Knicks better immediately. Jalen Brunson, we saw what he was able to do, <clears throat> critical down the stretch versus the best team in the league and eliminating them you know, in seven games on the road and also being able to play with a great player with the, as, as, as his name is Luka Doncic. Like mm -hmm. the fact that you can show that you can play with a great player like Luka Doncic to me shows that you're a great teammate and you're a, a great player, you know, and Jalen Brunson, the only thing that stops him from really truly being able to probably kill the NBA because I guess what he's not even in his prime yet like Jalen Brunson is right now finding his best self and I've always been a fan since Villanova being a four-year senior coming out like the old school way and just learning the game and being you know a leader coming into the NBA with the readiness level and knowing the fact that you're not that I don't want to say it in a slight but in the sense that you know you're coming in to learn and you're coming in to to fill a role and now he's found himself and now he's deserved a bro he's a starting point guard of the New York Knicks that's mm -hmm. that's fire like you know what I'm saying like that's fire so you got to give credit there and you know it to the Knicks point like Dan said about the Julius Randle thing, I, you know, you got to move him if, if you're me. I'm not a Knicks fan, but just seeing the community and watching him last year and all the moments that he just showed, like, quit and, you know, not fully locked in and wanting to be there. So you want guys that are going to be there, you know, and I'm kind of piggybacking off Ant because I, I liked his, his feelings and the Obi, Toppy, Obi Toppin thing. Ant pointed out to me one conversation we had probably a few weeks ago, and he was just saying how, you know, Obi's in a sense similar to the Bam Adebayo thing where, you know, we drafted him and he was kind of like a, a project 
knowing that he has a like a high ceiling. Mm-hmm. We just got to get it there. It has to develop. It has to work well. And obviously, the Miami Heat have such a great system there where he you can put players in with a great coach like Spo, and he'll know what to do to get them right. However, the Knicks, we've seen them in a struggling situation with coaching at, at least because we've seen some turn in the franchise of – you know, aliveness, and it's it's not great, but I'll give a little credit there. Like they they're not as abysmal as you know three years ago. So, coaching needs to to kind of follow suit. Get I don't the Thibodeau thing. I guess is a conversation for mm-hmm. another day, but yeah. that's gonna have to follow suit. And working Obi to know that, bro, we drafted him to be a starter in this league. And if you draft somebody at four to not be a star. You gotta try. And that's what he you was know supposed what I'm saying. You gotta try, bro. That year bro. Out and he was going, he was going crazy. Yeah. Coming out and if mean, we had Frank Nilakina starting, how the yeah. hell we don't got Obi Toppin starting? Because Tom Thibodeau, bro, yeah. and you know that, Come on, and you man. know that. That's the thing, you know. And and the fact that Tom Thibodeau hates on offense is like you're you're literally slowing progression. And he did it with Jimmy Butler, bro, and we saw that. Jimmy Butler, I didn't know he was this great offensively, bro. I would have never seen Jimmy Butler. Dropping a 47-point game in an Eastern Conference Finals or dropping a 40-10-5-5 game in a Finals versus LeBron Word. seven, eight, nine years ago. I'll say, I'll say I love um, – I really like the Jalen Brunson move for a couple of reasons. One, it, it opens up that next, that next floor a little bit. It adds another – Thank you for also following up on this because yeah. I really piggybacked off his because no, I liked his good. ideas and I wanted to kind of share my opinions about that, but – um, but no, I think it, it opens up. It opens up. It opens up that Knicks floor a little bit. It puts another player in there that you literally have to account for. No offense to Emmanuel Quickly. I think you know he is about as efficient in his career as he can be at this point in his career. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, the other reason I love the Jalen Brunson thing is that I think it gives Emmanuel Quickly room to grow for that second unit. Exactly. And to command that second unit. Well, I I think, I think the Knicks. Well, fuck. That's two small guards you got there. So if you're starting both of them, sorry, if you're starting both of them, you know, it's it's you're playing with fire and it can work. Emmanuel Quickly's a really good player. And I get what you're saying as far as not having to account for him so much if you're the starting point guard. But him off ball at the two, like he's a dangerous player in the offense. So but I don't see the Jalen Brunson and uh, and Emmanuel quickly backcourt like no, really no, being effect- defensively. It's it's a mismatch for a lot of bigger teams. Jalen, RJ, Ob. Yeah, I I definitely see RJ starting at the two and um, Derrick Rose and quickly heading up that second unit. Forgot y'all have Derrick Rose. Yeah, Spire. don't forget about Derrick Rose. He was at the game looking fresh. We went to that. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. So. Um, it's, it's definitely exciting to see what we're going to do as far as um, plugging in that that four spot and just I don't know like I don't I don't I really don't know where we're going to be at in the standings but I do know that we're going to be better than we were this year so if For that's sure. playoff For berth sure. then all right cool but we were close so yeah and it doesn't guarantee playoff berth getting a, a guy like Jalen Brunson but with this specific lineup but. It does guarantee, like you said, to start it. You guys got better today, so that's important. You guys didn't get Jaden Ivey, you know, in the draft, and you know everybody thought the trade was going to go through. Everybody was confused, but at the end of the day, listen, at least you're making strides to be better. Like you said, you didn't give up too much, so you can't hate on it. You got to just see what comes along with this, though, because this exactly. is not an end all be all situation. It's the first step. You know what I mean? So, hey, not too far from New York, you could drive what hour, hour and change, get to Philly. Hey. Feel me? Uh, once you get out of the city, 
if you do, you might run into PJ Tucker. You heard? What I'm listen. Shout out to PJ Tucker for the Heat effort. You know what I'm saying? It, it worked. It worked. We played great. One shot away from the finals, and we would have been talking about him still. But and he was a factor. Big factor defensively. The 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 defense he played specifically on Trey Young in the first round. Trey Young, we're talking about, and this will go overlooked in the NBA. In the NBA, because Trey Young is one of our greats in the NBA right now. He's a great player, and he will be a great when it's all said and done. In my opinion, he's gonna get better. However, we had that boy on ice, on ice, and Pun intended. we literally was going PJ Tucker, primary defender. So. Him getting a $33 million deal over three years at 37 years old? Because he says this is bigger than basketball. He got business ventures out in Philly. Bro, that's... that's. Now, if Philly gets KD, yo, fuck. It's already fuck Philly low-key. I love Philly. Shout out to Pennsylvania, the whole state. But when this basketball talk comes, you know, that, that, that Philly can't man so when they're good it's frustrating i like it though because it's good competition but it can't be better than miami you know what i'm saying heard that how you t- how you guys like the how you guys like the deal in philly you know now they add into tobias harris they add into tyrese maxi they add into joel and b the leading scorer james harden's going to restructure his deal this what he's going to negotiate this weekend to restructure yeah. he opted out 47 million i, I didn't see that coming because i was talking here like james harden's coming back for sure because he got a 47 million dollar deal he wants to see if someone's going to give him 52. No, no, no. He opted out to see who wants to come to Philly so that he can make some shit actually work next year. So how do you guys feel about this addition of P.J. Tucker to that? Um, yeah, it definitely gives them depth. That's all for it. Uh, he is he's getting going, older. Yeah, he's getting older, but defensively, they need that. Yep. They they super need that defensively. Um, as far as the contract, James Harden, I definitely didn't see that coming either. But I don't see him playing bad. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, just for some reason, just about Harden, you just don't see him just con- to continue the streak of just horrible games. Exactly. And then you got to look at the season. He came in through the season. Injured, Through too. the season. Injured, exactly. And then came back, and he actually did go through a little terror. And he went through a slump, but it's like he went through that. He never got healthy from the Eastern Conference Finals the year before. Exactly. So now with the off season, he knows exactly where he's at. He knows that he's going to be staying here at least for the year, and he's in a position. And he gets to, win. to practice with them for an off season. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that's it's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot that comes with it. So with James Harden's situation, you can I mean, you can make the argument like, all right, he lost a step, and you know he's never gonna. He, yeah, he's never gonna be the guy he once was. But just James Harden being a bad basketball player already, that I don't, I can't Far see fair. him healthy like. Let's see. Next year will be very telling in in the in the future of James Harden specifically. But I don't think this year was like the, the tell all for his future. Man, which Westbrook. Are to say. Westbrook As went well. from dropping triple doubles, averaging triple doubles, to this year. So it doesn't get worse than that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And and Russell Westbrook, we're gonna see better basketball from him. I guarantee. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Guarantee that. Exactly. We will. Guarantee that. We absolutely will. Because that's another situation that was just. Bro, Anthony Davis didn't play. How many games did Russell Westbrook, AD, and LeBron play together? You know what I'm saying? Like, eight. That, that Lakers situation is crazy, by the way. But we're talking about the Sixers, so yeah, I, I, I like it. Like, he, I don't like the fact that he gets the intel from Miami for a year and then just goes to Philly. Like, damn, bro, come on. Like, you gonna give it up like that? But hey, it's gonna, that's the competition. It's gonna. 
I think it's another one. It's going to stretch the floor, one. Um, and I think, two, it's going to help them in those late-game situations where they need to close and they need someone on defense that's not Joel Embiid, that's, you know, not Tyrese Maxey, that's not James Harden. You know what I mean? They need that defensive closer at the right. end of the game. That's going to help them a lot. Right, because Matisse Taibu, you know, you give him credit, however – uh, he's still young and and you know, he's not as defensively sound as a guy like PJ Tucker. So um, I think I think Philly wins here. It's a it's a good deal. Three you know thirty three for three. That's not bad at all. But it's a great contract for a guy like PJ Tucker who you know clearly is toward the ending of his career. Probably finishes with the Sixers unless not probably not because they'll probably trade him. You know what I mean? He'll get the easy way out because of course that's that's how he did it. However, I I, I like to I like to pick up. There was a there was a Malik Monk to the Kings was a was a cool one for for one because it's like you know they they went and gave up Halliburton to get a Sabonis right Sabonis. it's like you know Halliburton was your guy like why why are you trading him there was yeah, a big was hoopla about it mm-hmm. he's a baller but I mean a guy like Malik Monk who has the experience now playing with LeBron James, right? He had great teammates, and he knows the game of basketball. He's gotten better since he was drafted uh, to Charlotte, being able to grow in his role. I think now he's going to be able to come into more of his own at, on a team like Sacramento. You know what I mean? He's smart. He signed a two-year deal because he wanted some bread. He got tw- 19 mil. But guess what? In two years, he's be able to prove himself from what he's shown in Sacramento to go get that bag bag. You know what I'm saying? And that's – he's still – Malik Monk is probably like 24 years old. 20 like so. he has to be like 24 25 years old. No older than 25. So um him him averaging what do he average? 13 points a game, high 13, you know with the Lakers. Um you you got to take it and and that's a good deal for the Kings in a sense to try to find somebody who can be ball dominant and and make some plays for you and and bring some excitement to the crowd. So move up the coast, move up the coast. Victor Oladipo staying with the Heat. It's um, a good, good retainer, good retention. It's a good deal too. You know, eleven million. He showed last year that, despite some struggles on coming back mid-season or you know after mid-season and really trying to have to get after it in the playoffs and make a run for a championship, it was tough. Everybody on the team was burnt. Like everybody was tired. Everybody was gassed up, gassed out, and and hey, it was a struggle. But we all competed, and he showed that he do got it. He just got it. Again, talking about a guy like James Harden, you know, these guys aren't comparable to the point of their the whole history of the NBA, but in the sense of we've seen Victor Oladipo be an all-star. We've seen him be a really, really good player in this league. And for it to just go away, it don't work like that, you know? And it doesn't. injuries can account for it. However, if you do have the opportunity to to – get healthy from an injury, be in a good situation, you know, you have the fair chance to prove otherwise. I think the other thing that he showed, honestly, was that you know, he really loves the game of basketball. Yeah. So you could see it, like, mm-hmm. on, in, on his face when he's on the mm-hmm. court. Like, he loves the yeah. game of basketball. I watched his I Am Athlete interview. That shit was emotional, too. That shit was like, he was, he, you could tell how hurt it was for him to get hurt. In it. The moment when he described the second injury in Indiana, he was like, bro, the whole crowd just... All, I looked to her, I saw my mom crying, I, I started crying, like, it was just like, damn, bro. And it's like, this is the second time on some Klay Thompson shit where, 
You know, Clay Thompson's at the height of his career, bro. Clay Thompson j- was in the finals in Torres ACL mm-hmm. after he just won a finals. After he just won back-to-back finals. Back, yep. So he just did it in game six. Then in the offseason, next year, tears his Achilles. Now it's like, fuck, the get-back is real. But Victor Oladipo was on the, the Magic. They gave up on him, traded him to the fucking pace, to the Thunder, I think. Thunder gave up on him with the Westbrook situation. Boom. Gave him to the fucking Pacers. Pacers. Fuck it. And it's just like, now you're trying to make a name for yourself, actually playing good, contributing because the year that, that he got knocked out the playoffs versus LeBron, uh, when LeBron hit the game winner in Cleveland, it's just like Vic was balling and he got hurt again. It's just like, bro, that, but he's a tough guy. And, you know, that love of the game is going to, is is heat basketball. That's heat basketball. It showed, you know, he only averaged 10 points this year, but he he got it. He can put up some 20-point games. and He's a Derrick Rose. Defense as well. I see that. I see that. I see that. Ma- maintaining same. consistency. Yeah. Derrick Rose is a hooper. And hooper. it's funny that it surprises me because obviously it surprises a lot of people as well. Like Derrick Rose. Oh, Derrick Rose, like when he dropped a 50-point game in Minnesota. Like, yep. yo, Derrick Rose could go and get buckets. He's just been injured and he lost some steps. But you think he don't know how to shoot, don't know how to, like, make the dribble or get or play. Like, yeah. Yo, the man's smart as hell. He's always been smart. He's always been a true point guard that could score. Like, so – that that that's fire. I'll take it back. He definitely once was, was a reckless point guard, but he definitely grew into <laughs> being a, a true point guard even when he was still really like athletic. Yeah. So shout out to Victor Oladipo on the get back. One year deal, eleven mil. The Heat brought back Dan, uh, Dwayne Debman as well. Max Struess and Omer Yurtsevin contracts are both fully guaranteed for this year. Jimmy Butler obviously had the max. Kyle Lowry's in the second year of his three-year deal he signed, try to trade that, you feel me? KD is the big news of the day. Kevin Durant tells the Nets he wants out. He needs a trade. Climbing is like, all right, we'll find exactly, a sewer. Was it exactly three years after they got to Brooklyn? To the date, if I, is what I saw. Wow. June 30th, 2019 is when they were like, yo, we're all getting together in Brooklyn. I wonder if it's going to be... 2017, 18, 2018, 19, 2020, 2022. Five years to the day on July 4th if we wake up to a, to an alert saying KD has signed with or got <laughs> traded <laughs> traded to. That's funny. Nah, nah, they're not going to do, do it like that. What do you think is going on up there, dude? Well, Brooklyn's obviously ready for their full rebuild, as they should be, and they're, in a sense, the people with the leverage in the situation because Kevin Durant's on a four-year deal, and it's like, okay, we'll trade you. When we figure this out, like give us a minute, we'll see what we get. You know, we'll see what's what's hot, and and then we'll present to you that offer because we do have respect for you as Kevin Durant. Like we're not gonna just ship you off. Obviously, we're not gonna ship you off to Sacramento because nobody on Sacramento is worthy of getting coming yeah. back. So we're definitely gonna try to benefit ourselves as much as we can. But I know that they do have that respect level with Kevin Durant, where you know they'll try to find somebody on that list, but. But hey, at the end of the day, they're gonna do what's best for themselves. There's a rumor that Kyrie strongly wants to go to the Lakers with KD. Scary, which is very scary. And would you do as Brooklyn a Kyrie KD for AD and somebody else trade? Yeah. 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 Guess what? LeBron James has won a championship with both Kyrie and I AD. You just said that the Nets want to benefit. 
No, no, no. They would benefit from oh, that. Oh, well, were you asking the Lakers or the, or the Nets? The Nets. Oh, I'm as sorry. The oh, Nets. Well, AD. You're getting AD. You're yeah. getting AD, and, and you're you probably going to ask for more. But you're going to have Ben Simmons as well. Well, um, it, if it works out in the sense that there might be a three-team trade that might have to get Ben Simmons, I don't know, because you're getting AD if that's the case. Yeah. Like, you, can't, you can't think you're going to own – but if you're getting AD, I mean, and like I shit. said, you're probably gonna get AD and more. Like it's not gonna just be AD. It's probably gonna be some other player picks. It'll be picks, big. yeah. So it like that's something. What there. I was thinking is, how does Kyrie at opting in for forty million, KD's contract at forty something million, LeBron's contract? I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I'm not sure it's that it's only twenty million, right? So, and AD's contract, like. There, it's going to be the trade, so AD would be gone. AD's gone. And that's okay because, you, like I said, you want to ring with him. However, he's shown that he can't be consistent. And Kyrie and KD have also shown inconsistencies as far as health. But it's two versus one at this point, and it's Kevin Durant at that point, and it's Kyrie Irving back with LeBron. That's, that's a sight to see at this point of LeBron's career because now LeBron's going to be like, all right, I'll facilitate. You're off ball. Yeah. And we forced you to be the facilitator back then. You feel me? And obviously LeBron was a facilitator because that's just what he does naturally. But yep. there was a lot of times where in Cleveland, Kyrie just had to be that point guard. And he's like, bro, I'm trying to score. You know what I'm saying? And that's a lot of the rift that they had. And I would like to see them come back. But at the same time, I would like to see Kevin Durant come back to uh, come to Miami. And that's my dream, obviously. But in reality, I mean, there's a few teams that could put together some trades for him. Like the Heat are one, the Suns are one. And if you're the Suns, do you give up Devin Booker for Kevin Durant? Yes. Um, I don't feel like that's a tough question. Devin Booker, as like he's younger than K- KD, obviously. But we've seen the Suns with Booker. Like We've seen the Suns with Booker since Booker came in. The Suns know what he does. The Suns know what he can do. Chris Paul and Kevin Durant, that sound a lot n- more enticing, especially when you look at the numbers that KD put up. No DeAndre and no Ma- Mikael Bridges. You know, you got to take that into account as well. Um, so who are we asking who does the trade Devin to Booker. the Suns, right? Oh, yeah. he. You know, he got that, su- that, that Supermax, that 224 today, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – KD, Chris Paul, it would be KD get traded to the Suns. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're trading KD. You're not going to get KD and fucking Joe Harris. Like Exactly. So, it'll be KD for Mikael Bridges, three first-round picks type shit, DeAndre Ayton on a signing trade, and uh, or yeah, like Cam yeah, Johnson maybe. That. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to have to be like a big fucking – but no, because that's when you trade Devin Booker. So, yeah, exactly. So, right, Devin, on, Booker, on. Devin Booker, Booker, so Devin, Devin Booker, Booker, a couple first rounds. I'm still yeah. sure they're gonna want. They probably want to do the DeAndre Ayton sign a trade. I don't know. That's I would have to sit down and probably yeah, look at the numbers and see what would make sense of it. But at at the point where the Suns are, would you? Would I do that? I would like to be able to see Devin Booker grow more in his role and just as a player in this league. But to me, Devin Booker and Bradley Bill are similar in the way that they're they're not the number one guy on their team. And okay, uh, Bradley Bill can be the number one. Uh, no, exactly. Uh, they both, you know, uh, so they both can be the number one player on their team. They both haven't proven themselves to do anything with that. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't discredit them because this is a league that literally no one does it by themselves anymore. 
literally no one. Right. None of the teams that have won in the last recent years. But it's not about by themselves. It's more so the number one. Like Exactly. So, okay, the, the only clear-cut number one who has just really been a number one has been LeBron and uh, Kawhi the one year when he was with Toronto. That was the biggest gap that we've seen as number ones. Yeah. LeBron winning the championship with probably Cleveland and the Lakers. And no, yeah, yeah. Well, no, not Cleveland because Kyrie. Uh, okay, so, so the Heat. With the Heat and the Lakers. With the Heat. I, exactly. I didn't even want to say it like, like that. but And that's I, – I, there's not really a gap. Exactly. There's there, not really a there gap. There was, though. No, because with the championship teams, Dwayne, Wade and LeBron's gap wasn't crazy. Uh, Cleveland with Kyrie wasn't crazy. AD and LeBron's gap wasn't crazy, especially to the contribution specifically toward the runs of the finals. Like, like your like first we're point, talking it's about like spe- nobody's done it the themselves. Run? That's all the point is. Okay, it's so not then, yeah, that like, yeah. there's such a gap because you have to have someone. And if but, you want to consider someone having done it by themselves, that's as close as you get. Fair and but Kawhi, I feel uh, Kobe, like was Kobe a also. Well, Kobe, gap. nah, Kobe, you can't really. It's hard, bro. You can't really, you can't really say. You I know, could like bro. D Wade, maybe. No, D Wade and Kawhi, be, Kawhi too. That's what I was saying. Kawhi, Kawhi was the biggest well. gap that we've seen in recent years. Kawhi. So, like, we don't really see that often, and what comes with that is a bunch of people stepping up into their own. I don't feel like we're going to see that with Devin Booker on the Suns, especially them losing Aiton. I, I don't see that. Well, they said they feel like they can find another center that can do what DeAndre Ayton does. That's pretty harsh. But it's true. It's That's crazy. That's pretty harsh. But Number one pick of the 2018 draft just didn't pan out. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Whether it's true, you know, I'm not saying it's not. It's just like that. the fact that we're at this point with DeAndre Ayton is kind of sad because I mean, you should be better, you know? He's and not you should be showing us that you're a fucking – Dominant seven foot one athletic freak. Yeah, like Cat or AD, uh, Aiden? Uh, Cat. Cat for sure. Cat's a scorer, bro. Cat exactly. gave you 28 a game. Exactly. So And 10 rebounds. So that's what they mean. And Aiden got four rebounds in a um, playoff game, elimination game seven, Western 18, Conference Finals. I think, I think Crazy. We, spoke about, we spoke about it before. It's that, it's that Phoenix culture. It's that Phoenix culture. It's, that's another it's thing. It's not a winning culture. And now the to the point of to the point of and it and it turned around because James Jones being the GM Facts. and his winning culture with Miami's championship runs. Now does James Jones, I thought about this today, go out and say, Listen, I think Kevin Durant's the championship guy. Let's do the Devin Booker. But and and the signing doesn't really matter essentially because you need the contracts to work financially so you would you know it makes sense you, you're getting Kevin Durant and you're trading you know this guy so I, James Jones to me is like damn I, I feel like he would pull that trigger on a Kevin Durant trade even trading Devin Booker if he really wanted to just be like yo fuck it we're going on a championship run tomorrow yeah because you start there and then you need to fill some gaps you know you're going to need to fill some gaps you have money left over because DeAndre Ayton's gone, mm-hmm. you know, and that'd be interesting. Yo, in other news, Lou Dort gets a deal. This one was interesting to me. Lou Dort averaged 17 a game last year. He's their perimeter defender, um, you know, wing guy, locked down. Five-year, $87.5 million. And it's like 17, 18 million 18 a year. Some change, yeah. Man. 
17 and some change. 17, 17, 17 and some change, yeah. And it's like, that's good money. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? And and well-deserved. Like, I think he could get more for, it's a mil, it's, for it's, less years. It's you know a what mil saying? for every point he averaged, Mo. Hey, that's funny. It's a great deal for the Thunder, though. Oh, like, you yeah. lock up your perimeter defender who's growing every year for 87 over five. Like, that's budget. That is. That's budget. And I don't know that maybe he looked around and didn't find, like, a bigger offer or, like, a better situation with a better offer. And, or he's like, yo, we got Chet Holmgren. We got Shy Gilgis. You know, we got Josh Giddy, We got Trey Mann. I think we can really make something shake if I stay in this franchise and grow with them. And – Five years I got. You know what I'm saying? So that's it's interesting. I think that OKC made a great deal here. Though. That's Sam Presti right there. Yeah, I I feel like his market value wasn't even that high. So he definitely had a higher offer. Yeah. He had to have. Had but to have. at a way worse situation, Situ- like he was saying. So it's just it, the, it values out to you get more bang for your buck here. Yeah. And five years is a solid deal. Facts. For him emerging being and being in, in the, the NBA, league. exactly like you have a being five in the year contract, yeah, that's in solid. Yeah, that's fine. You got it, and you can refinance. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. At, maybe at at some point. So the Bucks, though, shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. They made some splashes there. They got uh, Joe Ingles coming back from the torn ACL. I didn't even think he was going to play in the NBA no more. I thought he was done. Joe Ingles coming back. Wesley Matthews coming back on a one year deal. They get a four-year, $49 million deal that brings back Bobby Portis, and that's their biggest splash today, who averaged a career-high 14-6, 9-1 rebounds. And we saw his championship run with them, and then we saw last year responding. You know, they played a tough series versus Boston, who played uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, especially Jalen Brown during the stretch, and Jason Tatum in those games, actually, versus Boston, uh, versus Milwaukee. It was It was tough. It was just like, no Chris Middleton, you know, hey, you got a healthy team this year, and the Bucks are really going to make a chance, uh, make a run for that championship. So it was important they got him back. We've seen Brooke Lopez kind of lose a step this year and not really recover from that injury. So he could come back with maybe healthier legs and so, but you know that he's also regressing age-wise and athleticism-wise. So Bobby Portis, I didn't, I didn't think Bobby Portis was going to become this good. I never, I didn't like him at first. Like back in the day in two K and stuff. I, Bobby Portis. Let me go off my court, bro. He punched. Yo, he punched. Uh, who was it? Nikola. What's that guy's name, bro? The Miritich. Nikola oh, yeah, Miritich yeah, yeah. broke uh, his nose in practice. Off the Bulls. Yeah, <sighs> when they was on the Bulls. But shout out to him, bro. Forty nine mil, four years. Great deal for both sides. Again, it's another win win. Yeah, their their starting lineup is gonna be scary. Mm-hmm. And you think Jingles is gonna start? No. At Jingles. Uh, well, at the no, 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 no. Uh, Drew. Drew, Drew, uh, Jingles, ooh, Jingles, Drew, Jingles, Pat Connaughton. Oh yeah, they still got they Connaughton. got Connaughton. Might might start Pat. He's a starter. He he was a starter towards uh, the end of the season, I think. Possibly, I don't remember specifically, but possibly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's nice. That's that's very nice. They still keep Bobby. It's basically Middleton, the same Bobby starting and five. Fi- and Brooke. Exactly. Um, yeah, they're gonna run it back. They're definitely gonna be in in great contention next year as well yep. if if everything stays healthy. An interesting signing on the west side was um, Anthony Simons, four-year, 100 mil from the Blazers. He got a bag. And a credit to him because he finished the season out after getting traded over there really solid. He was able to average 17 a game, only four assists per game. That's career high, though, so he's gotten better. 
and he shot 40% from the three, which is obviously going to get you paid in the league. Oh, yeah. So the fact that they're still trying to build – they just traded for Grant, right? Jeremy yeah, Grant? Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy Grant, I think. I think it's Jeremy Grant. Jeremy? Yeah, I oh, think okay. it's Jeremy Grant. Um, they just traded for him, got damn some help there at the four. They have now, you know, another guard who – Putting him in the backcourt with Dame Lillard to me doesn't shake up the roster. <laughs> Four year, hundred million dollar deal. Like, so what are the Blazers gonna do next year? Not next year, next year. Because you sign, you trade for Grant, give up all those picks. You sign Anthony Simons. Shout out to him; he deserves a contract. Oh, but yeah, I mean, in your situation, does he deserve deserve one from y'all like that necessarily? And if he does, are what are your next steps in helping the, the roster? Because this is not a, a playoff team. Or this is no, 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 this could be a playoff team, but this is not a contending team as serious, like a serious contending, contending team yeah. at all. Nah. It's a first round exit, is what. It, yeah, I agree. Um, but the Blazers are stuck in a lot in a position that a lot of other franchises are in, like the Wizards. Twilight Zone. And that's why I yeah. mentioned him earlier. <laughs> Roll the dice and. <laughs> we, yeah, just we're here. We have a superstar, and then all right, I get this guy became nice, so let's sign him. Yeah. So you know, that's and like ne- Jeremy yeah. Grant, as good as he is of a player, like how much impact do you believe him and Dane? Like he, you're gonna get from him in that role and situation. Like Damian Lillard's never have a four to be balling. The uh, Marcus Aldridge was a five though, so it's like. He bought, but LaMarcus Aldridge was also a way yeah. better player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially at the time, like way better player. So I don't see the Jeremy Grant thing like. Wh- I thought he would have came into his own in Detroit personally. I thought that was. He was though. Like, nah, he's a good be. player, bro. He's good. He's good. It's not that he's not good. It's more so like him fitting there is fitting, yeah, it's like just like him contributing is, is like, okay, what is he going to give you? 19 points a game and just. What like, but I feel like it's just gonna be like a regular thing, you know what I mean? I don't know that the impact of a player like him is gonna be so much like, all right, help for Damian Lillard. Like, is that where y'all really need help, or do y'all need a help with a y'all have? Well, in a sense, they do, but it's you need a lot for an NBA team, bro. That's what it is. I guess that's a lot. their idea of Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Four years, hundred million sounds yeah. like their idea for sure. Yeah. Future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the next CJ. <laughs> And shout to CJ for going to New Orleans and balling. They got Brandon Ingram's. They got Zion coming back next year. It's going to be exciting. I don't know who they drafted or if they even had a draft pick because uh, they probably traded that hoe for something. Pelicans draft. I'm tripping. They drafted Dyson Daniels. Oh, right, right, right. Eighth pick. Dyson Daniels. So. Congrats to Dyson Daniels. I was watching that one. Dyson Daniels, he's he. I mean, he's a he's a he's a really good number eight pick. You know what I'm saying? He's a really good number eight pick. Yeah. So like, I'll take Especially that. Especially as you were saying, for what they just did right before the season, by you know before trade deadline, how they ended the season off. Right. And they drafted well last year with getting uh getting uh what's his name Herb Jones, bro. Herb Jones came out and he's like going to be a defensive player of the year candidate within the next two years. If not next year, he could be one of the most improved candidates. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he's going to have a big impact on, on new Orleans future, especially if Zion, if Zion can stay healthy and just play like new Orleans is, it's bright. Alvarado played good last year. They're trusting him. They gave him a little, little contract. And it's just like, 
All right, bet. So the Pelicans is a, is a franchise to watch out for. Brandon Ingram can still try to make, like, that next leap to true yeah. offensive score. Like, I need the ball. And we've seen Brandon Ingram going off. Like, all right, y'all, you can't stop him tonight. But, like, on some DeMar DeRozan shit where he just ups that bitch again and it's like, yeah. Oh. You can't stop this because Brandon Ingram has the perfect frame for that. Like, skinny, tall, athletic, long arms, jump shot pure, mm-hmm. will dunk on your ass, can jump. Will do it to you. You know what I'm saying? It's disrespect. Like, he, he's he's not like one of those, <laughs> he's like straight business. Like, I fought with Brandon Ingram, and, and, you know, he obviously wasn't what the Lakers wanted, and – at the situation with the Lakers, front office joke and wanting Lonzo Ball when they could have had a better player, <clears throat> Jason Tatum. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it is what it is. But that happened, and they made their their turnaround, and I think it worked out for Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. He has to get healthy, but he got better leaving the Lakers. So also, Jason Tatum knew he was going to do from like since he was like 12. So. That's fire. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey. uh you know who else that you were just referring to is going to be, I feel like it's going to be very explosive. Uh, that boy Jabari Smith in Houston. With Jalen Green. Bro, their athleticism is crazy. They they have Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, Jabari Smith now, and um, Kenyon Martin Jr., who's got bunnies mm-hmm. like a motherfucker. And uh, Christmas. What's his name? Josh Christmas. What's his name? Oh. I think it's Joshua Christmas. It could be. I, I'm, I'm blanking, but... No, they got a young. I think Jabari is going to be the one that they're going to be sorry as fuck again. Like we know that they're gonna they're gonna struggle for some time, but they're they're going in the right direction oh, with the picks. Sure. Go ahead for though. Sure. Sorry, no, I think, I, think I, I was saying I think like you were just saying I think that he's going to be the one that kind of I don't want to say brings it together because again they're going to be struggling, but he's the one that's going to turn it from this like high fly show stopping losses to. Like, let's play like let's play right, basketball. Right. Like, let's let's Because as games. much as he could contribute to that, he's got that experience. He's got that uh court I, like the basketball IQ. The thank vision. You, thank you. Yeah. yeah. He runs the court well, he runs his lanes well. And he's huge, bro. He's like six eight, athletic as hell, mm-hmm. can shoot the ball, goes for rebound. He's physical. You know what I mean? So yeah, Auburn had a good one there. And um Houston it, we don't want to see them be the bottom feeder of the league. You know what I mean? Like, let's show something. You know what I'm saying? Kate Cunningham came out and showed something. You know what I'm saying? Like, Good. Pistons ain't just shit to bed. And they have a better roster. Like, we'll give that credit. Kelly Olenek, Jeremy Grant at the time, uh, Sadiq Bey, who's – I'm looking forward to Sadiq Bey and his progression. Nobody talks about him, but that boy is a hooper. Yes, sir. Um, and you talk about, like, somebody like Miles Bridges, like, Sadiq Bay, and they, you know, he's a three. Miles Bridges plays more of the four, which because he probably can't really get to that three because he don't got that shot as much as a guy like uh, Jabari. Jabari, not Jabari. Uh, Sadiq. Sadiq, exactly. Sadiq's a hooper, so he can be at the three, and then he can slide to the four and help out, you know. I think Bridges is more comfortable at that four position playing like more so low post and down low and then hitting threes when he gets out the corner and shit like that. But he's not going to find it off his own all the time. I think it makes sense that Bridges plays a four. He likes to play the block a lot. You right. Know? And, and and going back to Jabari Smith now coming to Houston, 
he's comfortable with handling the ball, but also being in the low post and has good footwork. Yes, so you, he puts it all together when you're looking at a guy like Sadiq Bay and a guy like fucking the third guy again. Who was the other guy fucking we was talking about? Miles Bridges. Thank you. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, boom. That's how it all come together. So, hey, Drummond signed with the Bulls, though. And Andre Drummond, I'll say this personally, not a fan. I think, what are you getting from him? You know, yeah. you get some rebounds, but you get a lot of bonehead plays. You don't get any scoring. You get average defense and some laziness, too. So, him and Vooch, though, that will be a big front court, you know, it that's, and it's tough defensively to have to play against Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine. Uh, did Zach Levine, he still didn't make his decision. So, Zach Levine, hopefully, back in Chicago for the Chicago I mean, I Chicago guess it could Bulls. be said for all of professional players in the NBA, but I also feel like when Drummond is, I don't want to say locked in because I feel like that's a cliche term, but when he is seeing the court the way that he needs to see the court, he'll make that extra pass that you need. Um, My thing is, how how often do we get that? <laughs> like, to even talk about it. It's like, when do we talk about Andre Drummond like, oh, bro, and I'm talking, we've said that in 2014 when we used to talk as friends, like, to our homies. Oh, you saw that 25 and 20 game? Okay, cool. With the Pistons? Because nobody else is on the team? And to his credit, he did get the 25-25. But did he do it past that? Did, does he do it regularly? Does he do anything else comparative, comparable? And it's just like, I know him. Like, I knew JaVel McGee for being a bonehead player. And now I know JaVel McGee for actually growing into being a really good player who can contribute uh, no, to contribute. You know, offensively and like help the team. He's more cerebral now, and he played with LeBron James, won a championship there. I don't see Andre Drummond growing into that. Just clumsy. You know who else I think is oh, gonna yeah. be super clumsy? I'm sorry. Nah, you I'm good. Sorry. I was about to just say he done drum. Uh, he done growing. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Damn. I do not see Chet Holmgren transitioning mm, into the NBA. Bro. Let's talk about it. I don't see it. Let's talk about it. I this is the one I've been it. wanting to talk about. What do you think? I don't see it transitioning I, very well. I'm not a big college basketball fan, so it's just I don't watch it that right, much right, except for the uh, tournament. The tournament, exactly. So I haven't seen much of him, but what I have seen from the highlights that they showed before the draft, it's like, okay, we we have somebody here who can fit in an NBA system. I don't know what the ceiling is. I don't know how <laughs> far, like, you know what I'm saying, if he's supposed to be that number one on the team eventually – but as far as I know, like his play is definitely NBA worthy, and that's that's about it. Nah, that's very fair. That's very fair. So I'm listen. Lonnie Walker signed with the Lakers. Shout out to Lonnie Walker, Red in Pennsylvania uh, product, and he's grown his way. The, the Spurs situation is funny. They traded Whoa. obviously to start everything off. They traded Dejounte Murray, Come on, and man. was it two or three first round picks to Atlanta? I want to say I heard both. So. I'll go with, I hope Atlanta. No, it was two. It was two. It was two. It was two. Oh, shit. I could be wrong. I I, I don't want to be wrong. So That's one person I did not see leaving the team that they were on. DeJounte Murray? Didn't see it. Never would have imagined it. He learned a lot from the Spurs, and it's perfect. He's leaving at the right time. He gets to play with Trey Young um, and uh, Josh... Uh, John Collins. John Collins, which he's still yeah. also on trade block talk. So, John Collins might be on the move as well. 
Danilo Gallinari and three first round picks, uh, future first round pick swaps. Look at the Spurs working. They want to get Victor Wembanyama. Wembanyama. That's how you say his name. Wembanyama. So he's a center coming out of uh, France, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but it might be France. Uh, I think it's France. And um, he's a seven-footer on some Chet Holmgren shit where the man's skinny as hell, but he's a hooper, though. And, like, Chet can put the ball on the floor. We'll get back to that. Chet can put the ball on the floor and, and shoot, like, on some KD shit in the sense that, all right, we're going back to Chet. We're going back to Chet because DeJounte Murray going to the Hawks, it's – I want to see more. Like, I don't believe that that's going to eat. That's like the Jalen Brunson, Emmanuel quickly thing. I think that's different. It's, it is different, but it's also, like, as good as these two players – or as much better as these two players are – they're, I don't see the compatibility so much. Okay. But Chet Holmgren, at the time of Kevin Durant coming in the league, we didn't see a seven-footer shooting and dribbling the ball the way he did. And Chet Holmgren don't dribble the way Kevin Durant does. Shout out to Nikola Jovic, though, heat draft pick. He dribbles he the dribbles. ball the way Kevin Durant dribbles now, dude. You feel me? So shout out to him. But Chet Holmgren's obviously a much better player, and he's seven feet who can shoot. And we didn't see so like to still see it is crazy. When KP came in the league, yeah. you you look at it like yo, and oh, it's I get the same vibes though. Like it seems too good to be true. Exactly, it really seems too good to be true. KP came in this league with more a little more flesh probably than Chet Holmgren, and whether he doesn't have as much dog in him that Chet Holmgren does, because I think Chet Holmgren has dog in him. You know what I'm saying? So like he's not that guy like that dog, but he's not like, oh, I'm skinny. So like he's like, yeah, I got to get better. I'm working on it. You feel me? I got to get stronger. I'll, I'll be stronger. So it's like he wa- he's gonna. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to come up to can that sustain that? that can that weight sustain health wise, you know, durability wise? And are you going to be that good of an impact to be able to like keep this, keep this frame. I think he's gonna have to change his game up a little bit. And when I say a little bit, I think a lot of bit. I think uh, he's gonna learn. He's gonna have to learn to play the post a lot more. I don't think that he's gonna be out there like that in the NBA. You don't think that? Well, I think that if you're the Thunder, you have to Maybe play him to, to his strength what, as yeah, well. You know, like you don't want to Markel Fultz him and. He just becomes like, okay, yeah, that, I don't know why they picked him. So, and two different situations. But if he's a shooter, if he can play the high post and out by the perimeter and that's his game, like, shit, ter- learn, like, learn the system that way, you know? And I think the fact that Josh Gideon Shy is the backcourt, that's a benefit to him because Shy, we already know, like, proven going to be an all star soon enough. And Giddy. Giddy's got a good eye. He's got good good uh court vision, and we saw him as a a, a true top what top five rookie last year. You know what I'm saying? So I I like the fact that it's a young future. There's not pressure to win. There's no pressure to win in OKC. So he just got to try to perform. And the fact that he's a natural baller, I think he'll he'll flow. But I think that it'll be easy to be figured out for other teams and defenses. So that's what's kind of blocking me from seeing him like number two pick yo that's crazy yeah it was definitely a high pick i feel like w- that system would really work for him though just with that what you were saying with mm-hmm. the high post um spreading out to the three with those fast players and like just the the movement that okc has i feel like he could really work like that that that'll really be what they're about 
scoring, making sure they get the best shot and not really worrying about the rebound, yeah. at least the offensive boards, getting back. Um, and they could make something shake. They're really just playing to see who emerges mm. at this point. Like, that's and, all and really I And it's more so like, yes, but they be- with the belief that they will all emerge. Yeah. And they truly yeah. feel that, like, yo, this could be KD, Harden. And I'm not saying they feel like could this. Could be a but, Boston situation. But also, they had the situation where they drafted KD, they drafted Westbrook, and they drafted Harden. Oh, yeah. Okay, and see, it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, shit, this could be 2.0. Like, yeah. we, we've done it before. It's not to say we can't grow a system and, and a team around our – our, our draft picks. So yep. they have that belief, you know, that it could be really successful, not just that, you know, let's see what pans out from it. Sticks. It. Yeah, no, nah, so that's true. That's, that's true. That's dope. Um, any, you guys got any, any final ones? I know JaVel McGee is joining the Mavericks, which is a good help for, for Luca. Um, but after losing Brunson, the Mavericks are going to have to kind of pull something here. And yeah. to me, I don't think the Mavericks are ever really going to eclipse. Ah, I, I can't see it. I got an unpopular one. Uh, Utah waved Juancho and Nan Gomez. Shout out to that boy. And that that boy's movie. in a movie. <laughs> for the movie. Movie star. They say you too busy for us. <laughs> hey, shout out to shout out to the fucking new general manager, Danny Ainge of the Utah Jazz, for trading Royce O'Neal for a first round pick. Like and it was uh Brooklyn. That's wild. Yeah. So talk about it. Yeah. I'm just saying That's actually just like no, no, not literally, but yeah, yeah, exactly. I was wondering. It was like, mm, ain't y'all trying to tank? But you know, oh, but you know what it was though. The Brooklyn Nets can't necessarily just say, "Well, let's tank," because they don't have draft picks for like the next five years. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, if you lose, you just lose. So let's try to at least compete. Yeah, <laughs> ain't no point to lose. So yeah, Mo, Mo Bamba's going back to the Magic. He got a two-year, twenty-one million dollar deal. Oh. Former sixth, former, former sixth pick. Batum staying with the Clippers, which is a good deal because two years, twenty-two, staying with Paul George, staying with uh with Kawhi, getting John Wall possibly. I don't think that deal was finalized, so just possibly getting John Wall. It could, you know, obviously you got to stay healthy, and I, that's another one that's like I'm not gonna be excited for John Wall's return until I see him play some thirty games. Like, yeah, nah, that's definitely one of them. I feel like Bradley Bill is better at, than John Wall at this point. Much, but what do you mean by that? Just in the sense of like that was just a better value for, w- like what the two were at that time. Right, right, right. And I don't feel like John Wall bounces back to anywhere near. Right, and and with those injuries again, to it's him. tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. And well, he got that. He's on the last year of that deal. You exactly. feel me? And but now, he's still gonna get paid. Well, he's not right now. Paid. He now he's probably he got a buyout, so now he's probably gonna take a a minimum. You feel me? He'll take a minimum now with a team. It depends who he just wants to play for. So now who do you yeah, want to play exactly. for? We'll sign yeah. you on a minimum. Yeah. But next year, I don't see him going out this year and performing on some what we've saw from John Wall because of the health thing. I don't know that he can play another 70 games in this league or eight, 60 games in this league. So I don't. But off that, I don't know that he'll get another 12 to $13 million deal. At, you know what I'm saying? Well, he yeah, could. he nah, he definitely will. <laughs> People get deals off of their name all the time, and John Wall is definitely That's one true. of those players <laughs> That's who true. it will continue to happen for. That's true. Jokic also signed the uh, Supermax deal. Supermax. What had happened? Um, Bradley Bill had the highest paid uh, contract in the league ever until Jokic got it like 10 minutes later. 
264 over five years. Insane. 14 million more than Bradley Bill, which isn't a lot if you think about the fact that they're making over 50 a year. And if we want to finalize on this, John Morant agreeing to five-year designated rookie match extension that will likely become worth $231 million. Sheesh, bro. Shout rookie extension, that means... How many years is that? Four years? After four years, you made $238 million on your next contract. That is beautiful. On your first contract. Yeah, on your first you, official you contract. You negotiated. Yeah. Like your what? agent. So, Who shout is that? Out to Rich him. Paul? <laughs> <laughs> One day. But, yeah. Y'all got any final words on the NDA free agency? Anything you guys hyped to see? Kevin Durant's where, where he going? Anything? Y'all good? Uh... I feel like at the end of the day, the Warriors still, still going to be back in the playoffs. Mm. Boston's still going to be back in the playoffs. Mm. Like, it's just certain contenders is just not going away. And the Lakers are likely going to make the playoffs. Oh, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to make the playoffs. Shout out that number one pick, Paulo Boncaro. Hey. My Mexi-American Mexi brother. Is he nice like that? He's nice. He's 6'10", 250 He's nice. with the I fucking dribble, playmaking skills. He has a pretty good jump him. shot. He gets to the rim. He's physical. Yeah. He's a Spanish Jokic. No. 6'10". Yeah. And play style is different. Play He's way more athletic different. than Jokic. Jokic is a center. He's like a 4-3. Okay. You I would know. say him, Jabari Smith. He's a 4, but he's like a 4-3. Him, Jabari Smith, and... Jaden Ivey out of the top 10 are probably the most... Are the three players that are most NBA ready out of the draft? I feel like Jaden Ivey is going to sky, and he has that Ja Morant mm-hmm. explosiveness. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that shit is crazy. So yeah, uh, 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 we'll we'll see. NBA NBA talk is going to be fun for the next few months before the season. We're still going to get a couple deals because, like we said, Zach Levine didn't sign yet, and some decisions to be made. So we'll see what the Lakers are going to do with the Kyrie and the Kevin Durant situation by next week. And we got 4th of July coming up, so shout-out to y'all boys. We're going to be at Antoine's crib Sunday. Sunday, pull up. cooking up. You know what that means, right, 4th of July? MLB's heating up. Mm. 